from the Laurie and Julia Show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Holly Roberts is in for Julia today. And your favorite uh, guest, the artist show, uh, Laurie, is the actual TV version is coming back for season two on Tuesday night. What is it? Beach Shazam. Oh, Beach Shazam. Yes. The game we're playing right now. Uh, that's right. The one hosted by Jamie Foxx. It's back on on a Tuesday night. I got to be real. I watched that show twice. Yes. Never went back. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I am the, still with my Snoop Dogg, though, on the Joker's Wild. There's that's just, your preferential uh, uh, summertime lo- TV lo- game show. I love show. that show. It's just Snoop so smooth in his smoking Boom. jacket. Smooth. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, Lori cannot turn her back on our version. Okay. Time for Lori and Julia to beat beat Shazam. Shazam. So I got a theme for you this week. Oh, good. I like that. I know you do like uh, themes because it is the uh, the official the unofficial start of summer Memorial Day yeah. weekend, right? So yeah. these are oh, all these are all summer songs. Summer songs. Oh, could, good. They could have the word summer in it or okay. have the word hot, hot, something like that. I was okay. listening to the Beach Boys uh, yesterday. So you, I'm ready to go. All right. So I need the artist. Of these songs. Oh, Summer Long, Brian Adams. It's Brian uh, Adams. Summer 69. No. It's The Boys of Summer Boys by Don of... Henley. <laughs> yes. Good job, Holly. The Boys of Summer by Don Henley. Of the Eagles, of course. All right. Uh, here is the next song. Rod Stewart? Uh, okay. Yeah. I know the song. Well, the song's Hot Child in... No, it's not Hot Child in the City. It's no. Hot in the City. Hot in the City. Wet chocolate. Wet chocolate. <laughs> First of all, it was Hot Chocolate. Did you say Wet Chocolate? Yeah, what was that band? Hot, hot, hot Chocolate. Hot Chocolate. Hot chocolate. <laughs> no, that wasn't wet it. No, chocolate. no, that was, that was Billy Idol. Oh. Come on, Billy yeah. Idol, Hot in the City. Hot in the City. You know what? That was not my favorite song. I like dancing with myself. I like anything. Hot Wedding. That was in the movie Big. The song you just played, I think. Not in the city? I digress. Yeah. Okay. I believe you, Holly. You were on Jeopardy. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> no, she wasn't. Stop saying that. I'm, All right. Here's your next song that has uh, something to do with summer. Oh, I know this. Suddenly. Mm-hmm. It's an 80s song. Oh, yes. Last summer. Oh, I know this, but I don't know who sings oh. it. Come on, Lori. I don't know it at all. You, you have to it's an 80s, buoy us up. 80s group. They had one other hit. I know. That's why yeah. we don't know the name of the band or the Is name it, of the wait, song. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Yes. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Uh-oh. Can you hear me thinking? I, yes. yes, I can hear it. Mm-hmm. Um... It's a person. Yeah, right. It's a woman. It's a group. It's now a group. you sound like Julia. No, I know. I know. It's I can see her. And she has like brown bobbed hair. That's not helping. No. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm, I don't. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's the motels. The motels. Yeah, I would have never I had that album. <laughs> Didn't they sing, the I mo- might like it better if we slept together, the motels? Oh, I'm trying see, to See, she what has the, a Bob Brown uh, hair. Yeah, she did. She did, she yes. And I one feel other like, hit. or no, that was Romeo Void that sang, I might like it better if we slept together. Do you know that song, Yes, Holly? I do. I like that I song. I like that song. I love that song. What was song. the other hit by the motels? Oh, gosh, what was it? Um... Yeah, they're really I'm great. I'm drawing huh? a blank. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know I played it at you know, That's right. Yeah. All right, here you go. Here's the next one. Who is the artist? Uh, we know this. We know this song. National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah, who sang it? Yeah, I know. Um, the Hound Dogs, the Huckleberries. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
The hound uh, dogs and huckleberries. No, it's one guy. No. Chevy Chase's Pratt Fall? Uh, no, no. No, that would be Lindsey Buckingham saying Holiday Road. He what? did? He certainly did. Look I, it up. Look it up. Has, my mind has been blown. I had no Lindsay idea. Lindsey Buckingham. I always just thought that that was a jingle made up for the no, movie. No, Lindsey Buckingham. All right, here's your last one. This one Wait, we're is, not doing very well. No, no this, we one is, this, this one is very You're easy. You're doing better than I am, though. You will get this one. This okay. is easy. Here we go. I love the, this Brian Adams. Yes, that's, that's Brian Adams. There you go. So I think it was one apiece. All right. But she one got the motel. She, she did know that. She no, didn't, I didn't. No, no. She oh, didn't get the motel. You knew motels. the bangs. You could see I could the, see you could see the hair. You could see I didn't it. know the name. I didn't know the song. No Love and Spoonful or Beach Boys, I didn't, go, I didn't go back that far. Gee whiz. Nikki and Marshall sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Do you oh, believe the, the this, other, Lori? Okay. The other motels to hit was yeah. only the Lonely. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yes. Are, the Roy Orbison not, No, not Roy no. Orbison's. It was oh, their own song. Their own version. Now, Lori, yes. do you believe that this is mm. actually happening, that Nicki Minaj and Eminem are, at the very least, bumping uglies? <gasps> Well, I mean, Nikki, like, she does interact with her fans. And yeah. when this song, yesterday the story broke when uh, whoever YG is, his new song, Big Bank, Nikki raps a verse, told him I met some shady, bag the M, once he go black, he'll be back again. Mm-hmm. Someone screenshotted that lyric, then tweeted or Instagrammed Nikki Minaj and says, hey, are you dating Eminem? And she just wrote back, Yes. yes. So with a, you know, and Nikki is, listen, she isn't deleted the comment. I looked at her thing and um, Nikki Minaj is very savvy, very savvy. She's got an album coming out this summer, but here's, I will give you my, why I'm torn on this because Eminem is pretty much a recluse. Yeah. We don't, I don't even know if he has a cell phone. I think you have to call him on a rotary phone, but he did, (laughs) he did date Mariah Carey. You remember that? I vaguely no, I, remember I the two of them hooking up, but it was a long time ago. Okay, but I'm just saying Mariah, Nikki, remember so, that? Oh, that's yeah. a, another layer, but he, the, the the only other famous person he has dated is, is Mariah Carey, and when that ended, he mocked her endlessly, and he does that, so... I don't know if he's, if they're really going out, but Nicki Minaj is, you know, Way more successful than any guy she's ever dated. Oh, for sure. So I do like the idea of those these two together. But I like they'd it. be rapping, rapping royalty. They could sit next to Bay and Jay, <laughs> Jay. Mm-hmm. if he wanted to. If, if he was not, to. if he was not a recluse. So but is it so, real or a joke? I don't well, know. I the, wouldn't be mad if I was wrong, and it's not a joke. I feel at the very least, perhaps they had some encounters with well, each other of a here's one sexual nature. Clue. Remember last October when everyone in the music business wished Eminem a happy birthday? And because he had an album out, he went on Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. The only person he took time to thank was Nicki Minaj. I like this receipt. I like, I like that this receipt. Ev- it, it, the evidence. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if he knows about this because someone will have to get next. You know, they're going to have to call him on his rotary phone <laughs> so that he knows that the rumor exists because um, I remember in that interview, like maybe eight or nine years ago, when he did, he said, I don't even know how the damn internet works. 
He has no interest. And he's at but that he's level on where Twitter, he's, so he's obviously got somebody that social media posts from. He under, somebody told him the importance of having an online yeah. presence yeah. at some point in time. Come on, Slim all Shady. Right, all right, you kids, if you're yeah. getting together. Also, her album was delayed, so oh, it's it not coming out until okay. the end of the summer. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't mind if these were, these two are dating. I think they would really be kind of sweet together, but I think she could rap just as hard back at him. Equally talented. Yeah, equally talented. For sure. And if you're watching the... Uh, Indianapolis 500, Kelly Clarkson will be singing the national anthem. Ooh. Ooh. Is that on Sunday? I think so. Or was it on May 27th? 27th is Sunday. Yeah, yes. okay. And I guess she has uh, done the national anthem at the Indy before. She sang with Seal and was accompanied by David Foster on piano. And they sang in the 2000. I feel like that must have been. Oh, it wasn't that long ago. I was going to say, that sounds to me like it happened 15 years ago. But 2011. All right. So anyway, cool. we're here for we love Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. We I love know Kelly we are. Clarkson. Listen, we come back. Uh, we've got random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. It is random thoughts. Yeah. I was just, Holly and I were just talking. I said I did not bring up the death of Philip Roth this week because I knew for sure Julia would say, Who's Philip Roth? <laughs> I gave that to you yesterday. I but, know. We just, oh, but I knew yeah. she wouldn't. Well, so well, I like. I you guess wanted I, to have a conversation, and you knew that, that she, bringing up that topic, she just would have been like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, it just yeah. And I don't even know I that mean, she would have seen them. He's right up there with Tom Wolf, right? Well, no, he. I think he and Tom Wolf are very different writers. But as far as prestige is concerned, I think. They're, yeah, I think Philip or, Wolf or Roth least, is ahead of Tom Wolf. No, 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 absolutely. Okay. No, well, they're from the same generation. We're yes. really popular. I would the old, the comparison being popular in the sixties and seventies and around that time. Yeah, but Tom Wolf got his start. He was a, more of a reporter. That's how yes. all of yes, his stories took shape. Yes. Philip Roth was a very deep thinker. I mean, they put him like with Saul Bellows. And, oh, he was just one of the literary names. He, he of was a the giant. 60s and 70s. Oh, absolutely, he's a giant. And, with yeah. how like he, you know. Why not be uncomfortable? What's wrong with me? You know, he had all, he looked at everything and turned it sort of upside down. And I know Portney's. Port Noise Complaint. That was made into a movie. Allie McGraw in Goodbye Columbus. That was another one of his his books books made made into into a movie. movie, Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I, I just had a feeling Julia wouldn't have known those two. And her mom would know who he was. So anyway. All right. Goodbye, Philip Roth. He Goodbye. is the last of that away. generation yeah, of writers. You know, I want to say that I'm I'm just looking at people also searched for. I think that Thomas Pynchon is still alive. Oh, okay. And Gravity's he, Rainbow. Yeah. So, so he's, he's a, like the last all, one. Yeah, yeah, the last ones because they're all kind Updike of in their eighties. Yeah, all kind of in their eighties mm-hmm. right yeah. now. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the other thing I really have to um, give you applause for. Donnie is the post, um, the sexiest celebrity brothers. <laughs> Ooh, and of course, sexy celebrity brothers. And leading the yeah. pack is Chris and Liam Hemsworth. Oh, yeah. And um, just, you know, and of course, Harry and William. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Max and Val to go to Dancing with oh, the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, the property brothers. Yes. Although those two like each other anymore? Are there? Is there bad blood? I no, I, know, I thought I the ha- show was still on. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, I know okay. nothing about the Property Brothers. Now we're going that deep. Popular. Now we got to have Nick and Drew Lachey. 
Well, you got to fill it out. Charlie and Jerry Maguire. Who? Yeah. Charlie Maguire. Maguire? Yeah. Justin Thoreau has a hot younger brother named Sebastian, who's really, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. What about the Wilsons? Luke and Owen Wilson. Oh, yeah. They didn't make the damn list. The the Lachey brothers made it over the Butterscotch Stallion. Oh, my God. Well, what kind of nonsense Well, here's what I say. Just don't go any further than the first four pictures. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Thank you Uh so much. All right. All right. What else we got? Uh, American parents in the year 2017 invented 1,100 new baby names. (laughs) 1,100 completely made-up names. Aren't all names made up, Donnie? Well, these days, the most popular new name, I think it's pronounced Comrie mm-hmm. or Comrie, C-A-M-R-E-I-G-H. 91 wait, wait, parents. Can you spell that again? C-A-M-R-E-I-G-H. Yeah. Camry? Yeah, it's probably, yeah. Camry? People don't think about their kids when they give, give them goofy names. Your kids are human beings who are going to have to go out into and the world have and to be go adults. To, and go to kindergarten. That's yes. right. And then they have the hardest name ever to spell. Right. I know. Mm-hmm. All those letters to learn. Uh, what well, else? here are some of the others. Cashden, spelled with a K. Yeah. I think I've heard Cashden? of that. That's mm-hmm. not, yeah. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Draxler. What? Okay. Draxler. D-R-A-X-L-E-R. Yeah, I've okay. already run out of room <laughs> in my brain for this story. I can't well, oh, handle it. I, I can't okay. handle it. All I'd right, rather fine. talk about American Airlines banning hoofed, horned, creepy, and crawly creatures as emotional support animals effective oh, immediately. I can't bring my spider on anymore? No. I can't bring my unicorn. Oh, That's really man. disappointing. Yeah, travelers, uh, they're, they're, they're saying, listen, amphibians, out. Ferrets, out. Goats, no bueno. Hedgehogs, absolutely not. Insects, spiders, snakes, rodents, and sugar gliders. Oh, but they're so cute, sugar gliders. What is that, a squirrel? Yeah, it's a little flying squirrel with the big wings. And you have to give American 48 hours notice, and you better have your, your certificate from a mental health professional showing the disability involved. Well, it seems like... Chinchillas, guinea pigs, hamsters are still maybe uh, okay. I, I don't know. Rodents, I suppose, airline. if rodents. Check your local airline carriage mm. of contract. You're going to have to talk to somebody about this. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> Remember the lady tried to bring her, um, I think it was. I thought somebody tried to bring a peacock. Yes, and yes that's what it was. It was. A, a yes. support, peacock support peacock on the plane. Yeah. I mean, people, why is it? on airplanes that we can't just have some basic manners and decency for your fellow passengers. I don't know. People, some, the people, there's a lot of people who think they're the only person in the aisle. There's a lot of people who think they're the only ones who have to put something in an overhead bin. Yep, always. There's a lot of people who like to just wait till they're right up, ready to go through security to take off their belt, their shoes, Uh, take out their plastic You have to plan your outfit accordingly. Plan your shoes with no laces. Wear socks. Socks. I wonder how many people are getting athlete's foot from going through... Do you know how many feet are on top of No, but you're absolutely right, Lori. (laughs) When you find yourself... In a position where, oops, you forgot to wear socks with your shoes, and then you have to go through the TSA line with bare feet. It is, it just, oh, it makes my skin crawl. You you, You have to plan your outfit. Yeah, you do. I always try and just, uh, if nothing else, I try to have a a sock, a pair of socks with me. Although one time I did get a pair of gloves and tried to put them on over my feet. (laughs) How'd that work out? Not very well. I hated toe socks 
for a reason. Yeah, okay. and I hated the latex rubber glove socks. I'd uh, like to do this uh, before we run out of time in honor of Julia, who's not here today. Uh, the six new flavors of Oreos, because she loves new flavors of Oreos. Yeah. Here they are. The six new flavors coming out. Chocolate peanut butter pie. Sure. Kelly says no. Yes. Good humor strawberry shortcake. All right. Only if it has a golden cookie. Okay. Yes. None of that chocolate nonsense. Yeah. Rocky Road. Yeah, okay. Pistachio. Oh, I'm there for I'm that. I'm here for it with Golden cho- cookie. Oh, you want chocolate, I want chocolate cookie? Chocolate with that. Pistachio? I want chocolate okay. with that. Peppermint yeah. bark. Yes, with and chocolate. And lastly, birthday cake with Mickey Mouse on the cookies in honor of his 90th birthday. Yeah, that's going to be terrible. <laughs> Why is that one going to be terrible? It's going to be like really sweet. Well, of course it it's is. It's going to taste like, uh, you know, fruity pebbles in a oh. cookie. Oh, Not going to be good. Oh, I do like fruity pebbles, though. All right, maybe you I can get I want her it. to buy all of these so we can taste them I, on the air. I agree. She will. I know she will. will. You know what we have to read is our snack seller guy on Twitter and Instagram. He'll be testing out. He tests out all the snacks uh, and Ben. Ben, Ben, Mm -hmm. Oh, Ben the snack guy. Yeah. Yeah. Snack seller. All right. And speaking of traffic seller, is it just a... Is it a jail out there, Kenny? Uh, you know, the local levels are a little better than usual for a Friday, but the outbound levels, oh my. Everyone is it bad uh, just getting up north or just yeah. leave tomorrow? Yeah. Right. yeah. that's You know what? That's what I always do, Lori. Yeah. 5 a.m. Saturday morning. Yeah. All right. This one's sponsored by Kidda, and we've got bad news up in the Forest Lake area. Pickup camper pulling a boat started on fire. Now a trend has emerged. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's happening right now? Trending online this afternoon. Oh boy, it is National Wine Day. Also, people got that Friday feeling and Memorial Day is trending because, yes, it is the beginning of a long weekend today. Also trending online this afternoon would be Spotify. The music streaming service has now eased its hateful conduct policy. Spotify's move was applauded in some circles, and this policy also fueled censorship concerns, so there were mixed feelings about that hateful conduct policy. Also, Christopher Robin Trenting. That is the new movie starring Ewan McGregor as a grown-up Christopher Robin. Yes, the boy in the Winnie the Pooh books, movies, TV shows, etc. Winnie the Pooh comes back to light up some magic in Christopher Robin's life. Uh, That movie's out in movie theaters later this year. Also trending, Harvey Weinstein. The big story of the day, he's been arrested on rape charges. He's out on $1 million bail. His next court date is on July 30th. That's what's trending here at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. You missed it. NBC announced their next TV yeah. musical. It's not because we're excited about that. We'll be but we it's not like, just because yeah, we're excited about the Fifth Dimension yeah, randomly right, on a Friday right. in 2018. That's well, not the case. Show, That's not the know. case. That's true. Um, yesterday, Snoop Dogg was on with the ladies of The View, and um, he, they obviously The View co-host didn't know about the latest thing that Kanye uh, had done, which was yesterday we learned that um, for this new album that came out today, Pusha T's album called Daytona, mm-hmm. that he switched the artwork. Kanye, I guess, produced it, did some of the songs, but he he bought from... A Houston family member, this photo, he paid 85000 for this picture of this drug-strewn paraphernalia bathroom of Whitney Houston. It was in 2006, yeah. mm-hmm. and it was in the National Enquirer. So he paid 85000 to use it on this album. Is it the album cover? 
Yes. Mm, and it's so bad. That is really tacky. It's a terrible, terrible idea. Agreed. So Snoop Dogg didn't even know about this. The ladies on The View, I guess, because Snoop Dogg is, he's black and, you know, our rapper, they thought, <laughs> well, we'll ask him about Kanye Ugh. and his comments about slavery. But, you know, Snoop Dogg and Kanye, they have collaborated before. They've been friends. Snoop Dogg has been out loud about... um you know, Kanye before. So maybe, you know, maybe sure. that, that's why they asked him the question. But here we go. I have to ask you about Kanye. A few weeks ago, he made the comment that, quote, 400 years of slavery sounded like a choice. It obviously went viral. What was your reaction when you heard that? I mean, I thought he needed some medical attention. Uh, <laughs> first, first and foremost. But then after I got past the, the laughing, I started feeling like sad for him. Like hmm. he truly misses his mother. He truly misses a black woman in his life. Mm-hmm. He truly misses the stability of having somebody telling him when he's wrong and correcting him and mm-hmm. checking him as opposed to allowing him to continue to do what he's doing. And that to me is something that he needs he needs help. And it's like to me he's crying out for help. Mm-hmm. So huh. instead of me bashing him, we're trying to help him now. Whoa. So that was a very uh, thoughtful. thoughtful, measured response from Kim, Snoop Dogg. He does yes, slam Kim he Kardashian. Does. He does slam he, Kim Kardashian. And Snoop Dogg, you know, he refers to his wife as boss lady. I don't even know if they're still married or not. But, you know, I, he has talked in the past before about Kanye, um, how close he was with his mom, Donda. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that how instrumental she was and he's like he's he's like you know he's not really made some of the music like that he had when Donda was around so he has spoken about him before but i'm when he said so and we're trying to help him now i wonder if he really meant that yeah. or if it was just Who's sort we? of well yeah. i think that was probably a very pc way of 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 saying that you know i, I think it's like Kind of a thoughts and prayers type well, of thing. We're, we're, we're trying to help yeah. him out. And when he, says, to- when he says Kanye misses having a black woman in his life to tell him when he's wrong, I don't disagree with him about saying that because the one thing I do feel like with Kim Kardashian, like the other day on their anniversary, she said, I'm back to blonde. This is how Kanye prefers me. That's, she dresses like a fembot for yes, him. Yes, but that, she, it's not a relationship. It does. It never it, really seems like it's a relationship of equals between Kim yes. and Kanye. I mean, they're both intelligent people. However, the dynamic in that relationship seems to, that Kanye is is obsessed with the idea of Kim Kardashian yes. and wanting to form and to mold the yeah. idea of Kim Kardashian and who she is in the public eye rather yeah. than just Kim is my equal. Kim is going to check me on things. Yeah. And Snoop also, I, I guess um, on Twitter, this was um, maybe in 2014. He, he said uh, the evolution of Jay-Z and Kanye show how influential your wife can be to your life. Mm hmm. So mm, talking about Beyonce, yeah, he, he doesn't like uh, Kim. No, no, yeah. So you know, he or doesn't think that maybe he knows something. But yeah, I don't know what he thinks about this Whitney Houston's drugstrewn bathroom art, his album art. It's just it's so t- bad, tacky, bad taste. Bad taste. Uh, we have got to talk about why this person is is throwing royal wedding dress shade. Wait, who's what? doing who's that? This? Okay, so Meghan Markle's wedding dress was designed by Claire. Uh, Wait Keller for Givenchy. She's British designer for the French house, okay? It was a very 
well kept secret. Yes, we, the, we never even threw that name out never. on the short list of wedding dress designers. The Daily Mail came out wrong and strong twice. One, they declared it was Ralph and Russo, and then like the day of the wedding, they declared it was Erdem. Yes, that morning. Yes, that was the wrong ID, and the palace was probably very appreciative about how strong. Their story was about that it was this Ralph and Russo because they did the engagement gown because it took the heat off the real dress. Mm -hmm. So we're not even a week past the wedding and now we are getting some girl crap. Girl designer girl crap. Okay. Oh no. Because Amelia Wickstead, who is a British dress designer. Oh, is she now? She's suggested that there's been some creative borrowing. She tells the Daily Mail, listen. Claire's dress for Givenchy is identical to one of our dresses. And apparently a lot of her people were saying, it's an Amelia Wickstead dress. And then she shared a photo of a dress that she did that um, it wasn't the same at all. That's not the same. Lori, I'm looking at the pictures of the dresses side by side. Meghan Markle's dress is different. It's like saying that every bride who has a strapless dress with lace is copying each other. Yes, yes, because Meghan had a proper bateau neckline. The Wickstead is really more completely off the shoulder. Yes. Meghan's was fitted and draped closely to her body. This other one's kind of more ball gown. The sleeves are different. Meghan's had short sleeves on it, almost a three-fourths length sleeve. This goes down to the wrist. So, okay, so then, so she does that, throws the wedding dress shade, which is just tacky, tacky, tacky. Then she says, and if you choose a simple design, the fit should have been perfect. It was quite loose, although one of the things when you wear that heavy of a silk, it that is how it lays, and she did not eat for three days before the wedding because of her crazy dad, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm. But Amelia's not done. She said, oh and then gosh. I was like, <laughs> "Oh, what's hold the wisp of her hair back. It's a royal wedding, for God's sake. Oh, knock it off. Why is Amelia so salty? <laughs> Megan, here's the deal. Thirsty. No, but, but here, let me tell you this. Amelia Wickstead has dressed Kate Middleton a number of times, and she's dressed... Megan has worn two of her damn dresses. Now, why in the world, if so, you get two of the most visible British royal young women in their 30s, that is a win for your period. Why would you open your big mouth? Right. Now you threw yourself under the bus. And who would, if somebody was throwing shade at you about what you were wearing, why would you ever want to wear any of their designs ever again? Never. Never again. Never. And, and you know the, so the, the Duchess Kate effect. And, and as we have seen, the Markle, the Markle Sparkle. Yeah, the Markle Sparkle. But anything that they wear flies off the shelves. Yeah. Because Kate does a good job, and I assume that Megan will do a good job oh, of yeah. picking things that are fairly moderate, somewhat accessible. They they have designer pieces littered throughout their collections, but they but also they wear, wear a lot of four and five hundred dollar dresses. Yes. And this Amelia Wickstead Megan wore for whatever Anzac Day is, and that was like maybe a month ago or something. A N Z A C. So she's worn an Amelia. Anyway, that just seems seems like a really silly thing for that designer to have done. For sure. Anzac Day celebrates Australia and New Zealand. Oh, of course. Naturally. Naturally, (laughs) Donnie. Meghan Markle got her coat of arms, and it's her biggest break in royal tradition yet. Clear a spot over the mantle. Oh, please. Donnie has posted it. The state of California is represented in the coat of arms. It kind of is cool that it's been created for the Duchess of 
of Sussex. I mean, first she's got to get used to her royal highnesses and curtain. Mm -hmm. And now she's got a coat of arms. And she helped design it. Oh, she did? She She did, did, yes. She had direct input into what would be in her coat of arms. So that's how the California state stuff is sort of in there. Yes. Yes. The flowers and the color, the blue, to represent the Pacific Ocean. And of course, it had to be approved by... The queen. queen. I feel like the queen is going to sign off on most everything to make her grandson happy. And I think that she really likes Meghan Markle. I think so, too. Look at all the stuff that Meghan Markle did to wake the Church of England and get it woke last week with that ceremony. Yeah. still, you know, this little light of mine and stand by me and Bishop Curry. And yes, it was amazing. And Guy the Beagle. And Guy the Beagle. I know (laughs) people love that thing. Uh... People magazine this week, and they have a little story about some of the you know famous people, but they have specifically a story about the exes of Harry that were invited: Chelsea Davy and Chrisetta, Chrisita, uh, Chrisidia, Chrisidia. Is that how you say her name? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but uh, the the one thing that they got out of uh, how do you say her name? Chrisidia. Yeah, Chrisidia is that um, she her biggest angst about the royal wedding is that she doesn't like hats. And she really doesn't like fascinators, and you've got to wear one. So she basically pinned a feather, like a triple feather, across the top of her. Oh, she head. totally did. She was she really frumpy. And I remember when the camera guy was like, "That's one of her exes," and I'm like, "Not that frumpy girl." Yeah, yeah frumpy that, dress, the dress. Frumpy she de- it definitely is not figure flattering. Yeah, it's a little poochy. Very poochy. And then I just found some feathers in my craft room. I'm going to stick them in my head. Yeah, she just said I. I try to avoid headgear, but you get disapproved, disapproving looks from the older generations. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you couldn't really go to the royal wedding without something no, on your head. No, no of course not. not. So she opted for a minimal feathered number. And I would say, yes, four big feathers stuck together and put in your hair. <laughs> maybe maybe Eugenie feels the same way. The handmade and the stewardess based on their hats. Oh, yes. they were so basic. Weren't they, wasn't that, that basic? That was very so disappointing. disappointing. I agree. Damn it. Do better next time, Eugenie and Beatrice. <laughs> All right, listen. We Love come, us. <laughs> we come back. Uh, we've got a lot to uh, Hollywood speak, including this pop star who is extremely worried. Uh, so, what are you trying to say? the meaning of this oh what is the meaning of oh this? my goodness go, Holly. what is Here happening go, danny okay so um this is this is a story from us weekly okay and um i'm just gonna say before i even say anything is the situation between kevin federline and britney smears spears is all about a lot more than money but the gist of this story is Britney Spears is extremely concerned that Kevin Federline will stop letting her see their sons. Mm. Is the story because he has he wants his child support payments to increase because he's been getting the same amount of money since they put this custody agreement. He's asking for from twenty to sixty thousand dollars. Yeah. Is the number that's rumored to be what he's asking for. So anyway, she's all worried that he's gonna keep her kids away from her and this us weekly story is very wow 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 for Brittany. And one of the things in the story is that, well, we don't know how Kevin is spending the 20000 a month. Well, here's the thing with child support. You don't have to account for the money. Mm-hmm. You know, that's your, 
You're getting that money and how you spend it. You don't give your ex. You're not giving them an itemized receipt of what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I, that's not, that's not how it works. And this is about Brittany's finances and the fact that she's under the conservatorship of her father and her ex-husband has full physical custody of those boys. Yes, you are right. And he was asking to do it and do it quietly. And all I can think of is, is Jamie Spears, the reason he doesn't want to do a full-blown forensic accounting, is he paying himself more than he should be? Oh, Lori, I think that you're on to something. He is, well... Think about it this way. I don't want to think that he would do that, but but has he done some funny business? There have been some blind items and gossip and other things that I've been reading about that point to exactly that. That at least, at the very least, that the reason that this has become a kerfuffle is because... They don't want to be cut off of the conservatorship money because that's how Jamie Spears get. That's his job. That is yeah. his job, and we don't know Who knows how much. How many other people he might be employing or well, friends, right? Or, this or we or don't that. know what his fee is in order to be the conservator of this of Britney Spears, and she only gets to see her son. Because Kevin Federline allows, allows it. it. Exactly. So none of this makes sense. And all I can think of is somehow it goes back to something. There's some Hollywood accounting happening here with Britney Spears. Yeah. That, that because they keep throwing this, well, what is he doing with this money, Kevin Federline? And it's because in asking for this, he, and because they haven't given it to him, he's like, okay, we want a full accounting of how much money she's made. Mm-hmm. And Jamie doesn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I just pay the man the $60,000 a month. For goodness sake. He, it, by all, it's a gamble. It's a weird gamble it, on the part right. of Jamie Spears. You're absolutely right. Because, because she's going out on tour. She's going to be making money. She made a gob of money in Las Vegas for the five years. And he... Right. So by all means, by you and I just looking at the, the numbers that Britney Spears pulled in from her yeah. Vegas residency, a logic sane person would say, well, of course we're going to up the child support payment because I got a lot of money. You have full custody of my kids. I want them to be taken care of. So we're going to give you the money. Well, and, and also Jamie Spears makes all of Britney Spears decisions. Yeah. All what doctors she sees, what medications she takes, what contracts she signs, mm-hmm. how much money she gets. What, I mean, it, it, something strange is afoot at the Circle K, Lori. Yeah, okay. Britney Spears. All right. Uh, Juliana Margulies uh, defends Matt Damon following backlash over Me Too comments. Okay. What does she have to say about this? Well, I would say, first of all, even bothering to comment on Matt Damon, which when, when was his Shrinking People movie that bombed? That was last and, fall, the movie Downsizing. Yeah. So that was a long time ago. So Matt Damon is saying, hey, thanks a lot, Juliana Margulies. For bringing me back up in the press. For bringing me back up and reminding me, everybody, don't put my my name in your mouth. Because every time Matt Damon comes back up in the press, it's because he said something stupid. He's put his foot in his mouth and then he goes back under, under his rock again. Yeah, and Juliana doesn't help herself by explaining and complaining. Never complain, never explain, Mm -hmm. especially about somebody else's words. Here's what she said. Um, She said, um, I didn't think that was right. This is on Katie with Katie Kirk in a podcast. I understood what he was saying. Um, 
And she said, but it's not the same as what's going on with people who are joking around us that blah, 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 blah. You have to differentiate between what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. And you have to remember there are also women who abuse their power. This whole movement has just been bubbling and bubbling. She doesn't help. But there's nothing in there. I, I am not nodding and being like, boy, Juliana, you really made a fantastic point. I'm really glad that you opened your mouth and you said something. The whole thing with Matt Damon's comments, it was, it was mansplaining. to the nth degree. To, yes. She's, we didn't want to hear that. We're done with it. Juliana, get with the program. She's mansplaining his mansplaining. She's mansplaining yes. the mansplaining. It's <laughs> oh my gosh. Hollywood speak on that. Mansplainception. Like, yeah. And I don't know if she's got a new show coming up. She does. Up. She's going to be in that Diet Land on AMC. Oh, that kind of looks good. It does. Mm-hmm. The June, June 4th. I it think starts. that was a book. It was a book. And it does look pretty good, so we'll have to check that out on AMC yeah. on June 4th. And uh, um, Animal Kingdom is coming back for its last oh, I saw an ad for that yesterday. The very fierce mm-hmm. Alan Barkin. I flippin' love that show. That is, <laughs> that is. I mean, California Beach, it's Sopranos at the Beach, ah. kind of. All right, um, here's Jeff Goldblum. Uh-oh. Now, is he mansplaining or is he doing a good job of explaining? So this is in an interview with uh, British GQ. Mm-hmm. And he has a message uh, for men. They asked him about the, I give you James Conn, lots of other people that all of, that there's a, you know, minority of guys who say, oh, I can't even simply flirt anymore without being accused of sexual harassment. You know, that actually believe that. Right. Jimmy Conn coming out of Craig's last night. Ah, After can't a few. Anymore. Oh, Changing all the rules. Yeah. And he <laughs> says he's got a message for the dudes. He said it is pretty easy not to cross the line into Creepville. He said, I'm a, yeah, I'm a flirt probably, but I hope not in a way that would violate my otherwise deep devotion to my sweet wife. He said, never do you want to say anything that's disrespectful or diminishing, and I'm more aware of it now than ever. That was a Sounds great response, me, yeah. Jeff Goldblum, because that's that, that's what it that is. is. That is the Flirting issue and creeping. Yes, mm-hmm. every woman knows the difference between the two, but for some yes. reason, a lot of guys don't. do not and have not, and I don't know why there's been so dense about it. The guys have always been shocked. I remember I'd be like, "God, you're," I would say to them, "You're being such a creep." I am. What do you mean? They didn't even realize, and they, it. And they think well, that it's flirting, but but. <laughs> to his point, to Jeff Goldblum's point exactly, is that you can flirt and there's an appropriate way to flirt mm-hmm. and then you cross the creep line. Yeah. Don't cross the creep line yeah. like Jimmy Conn it's apparently has up for the past 50 years. Yeah, it's not flirting if you're staring a woman right in her boobs, okay? <laughs> yeah. That isn't flirting. That's creepy. All right? Eyes Duly are up noted. here. Eyes yeah. are up here. Thank you. <laughs> there, I hope I've helped somebody. Uh, public uh, service, really, here. Yeah, there you, all right, here you go. We come back. Who's wearing the Scientology pants in this relationship? <laughs>